are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you heading into the weekend. Going to talk a little bit about what Charity did on Instagram yesterday. Some Dawson's Creek talk. Could a reboot be in the works? And then I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast talking about Vanderpump Rules, my new favorite show. I wouldn't call it my favorite show, but still a lot to talk about. Some things I never got to yesterday, some of your responses from yesterday that helped me out with things, and just some more thoughts I have on everything that's going on. And we'll get to that momentarily. This podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store. It's the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today and challenge yourself. Right now, Trivia Star is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, brought to you by ComingOutForLove.com. Coming Out For Love is the name of the show. It's the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It's on that website, ComingOutForLove.com. New episodes released every Friday That means episode number three coming today. And then there's 13 more episodes to go. A new episode released every Friday. Go to comingoutforlove.com, upper right-hand corner, click what bundle you want, and at checkout, your promo code is REALITYSTEVE for 15% off your order. All right, let's get started. I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Charity was back on Instagram, and she did a Q&A. And look, I understand that Charity wants to keep up on social media. You don't want to do nothing. And you want to keep your fan base engaged. But Charity doing a Q&A, it's like, okay, Charity. I would have really actually loved to seen to see the questions that people really asked her. <laughs> Because we know what 90% of the questions that were in her inbox yesterday when she asked, hey, I'm doing a Q&A, ask me a question. I mean, do people, yeah, I'm sure there are a few people out there that care about her skincare routine. I get it. But let's face it, 90% of the questions were probably, who'd you pick? Are you engaged? What happened on your season? <laughs> I mean, there's a way to, for charity to, to stay on social media, be active, be engaged, but not do a Q&A because she's answering questions that are like, so how are you doing? It's like, <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Got to stay on there. Got to keep active. You know, she posted a picture with her and her brother, made a reference to maybe we should apply him to be on The Bachelor and stuff like that. But let's face it. The questions, the answers people really want to know when asking Charity a question all have to do with the show. Yes, three or four people might want to know what her breakfast routine is or whatever. It all, You know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of when Brittany was still under her conservatorship and she'd be like answering questions from fans. And this is when this is at the height of everything when people were thinking that she was literally being held hostage and she'd be like, "I'm going to answer some of your questions today." <laughs> Brittany, what's your favorite color? 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what we really care to know. People are literally thinking you are being held at your own against your own will right now, and you think we want to know what your favorite color is? Come on now. So, yeah, um, that was the latest on charity yesterday. In case you missed it, um, no new information from me in regards to uh, the spoilers. I've put some feelers out uh, to uh, my numerous sources that I have going on right now. I- I'm hearing a couple things. Unfortunately, nothing about who the winner is just yet, but I do have some feelers out. I have gotten a little return in terms of maybe some things that went down. Obviously, just trying to make sure I get it confirmed. I guess I'm just glad that when I'm messaging them, they aren't leaving my messages on red without responding. You know, leaving me with no other options. Because that would only happen if you had one option. And they just decided not to respond to you. Then you have nowhere to go. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, I think I'm just going to wait until I hear more, get some more stuff confirmed, and then kind of take it from there. All right. Dawson's Creek has been brought up because Katie Holmes spoke with Variety. And during that conversation with Variety, was asked about a Dawson's Creek reunion. And look. All those people get asked, whether it's James Vanderbeek, whether it's Joshua Jackson, they always get asked. And Katie Holmes was asked, and she's like, look, there's a protection that comes along with the discussion. The show was a time capsule. To put it in today's world might tarnish it a little bit. It was right before everyone had a phone and social media and all that, so there was an innocence that was there between the characters. And that was one of the things I think people liked about the show. To put it in today's world, in the setting of today's world, I'm not sure. Anyone who's listened to me for any amount of time over the years, I've always said that the Dawson's Creek series finale was a top three series finale of any TV show out there. And don't at me, because there's no discussion here. The creator of the show, Kevin Williamson, who did all the Scream movies, or did most of them, he says it's not in the pipeline. You know, he said we kind of ended it the last episode was five years in the future we put a nice button on it jen williams character died what are we gonna do we've talked about it but until we can find a reason to do it we've come up with ideas but no as of now no and that's the way i feel i don't think this show needs to be rebooted would it be great to have this cast back together yeah but i'd rather have them back together on some sort of forum and i think they have done that before but maybe like a special, like a retrospective, you know, 25 years after the fact or 30 years after the fact, whatever the thing may be, whatever the uh, the years may be, 25-year reunion, and have a special on one of the streaming services. I'm fine with that. I don't need to see these characters 25 years later. I really don't. And plus, Michelle Williams was such a big part of that show, and when they killed her in the finale... Well, kill her. I mean, she died in the finale. <laughs> that sounded kind of harsh. When she died in the finale, it was like I. She's such a big part of the show. If you do something twenty-five years in the future, you'd have to bring her back as a like a some sort of ghost or a memory to somebody, and that just that's not the show. Anybody who watched this show in the late nineties, like I did, really has to. And if you watch from the beginning, I think most people don't want to see this thing rebooted. 
A reunion show, absolutely, I would be for. But let's not reboot the whole franchise. I just don't. I don't think it's necessary, and I don't think a lot of people think it's necessary. Hell, Katie Holmes doesn't think it's necessary. Joshua Jackson was kind of like, yeah, I don't know if anyone wants to see this. James Vanderbeek says, I don't know. Even Michelle Williams is just like, it killed me. I mean, what am I? I can't really come back. Busy Phillips was like, I wasn't even in the finale. I was barely on the show. But it's like the more fringe characters are the ones that are more open to the idea. Basically, the parents, uh, Dawson's parents. So, I, but I don't think they're going to get their way. And they probably shouldn't. Let's face it. Let's let this show live in the way it was created and the way it ended, and let's not touch it. Everything doesn't need to be rebooted. Yes, it's popular. I understand that, but White Men Can't Jump's getting rebooted. I already saw the reviews on that, and it looks terrible. The reviews are giving it, uh, the reviews it's getting are very poor, and that was an iconic movie from the 90s. So um, let's just let's just leave some of the 90s stuff alone, shall we? All right, let's talk a, more, a little bit more about Vanderpump Rules finale on Wednesday night. The three-part reunion show starts next Wednesday. So let's go over a few things that I never got to last night. Well, first off, let's start with some of the questions that I had, somewhat rhetorical, somewhat not, that you guys helped me out with. Number one, you did tell me Raquel's name is actually Rachel. It is Rachel Levis, born Rachel Levis, but she changed it to Raquel because she was on TV, I guess, and now not only is Ariana calling her Rachel, I guess the whole cast is because they hate her. So good sick burn there by them. Andy's questioning. A lot of you seemed to tell me that it had to do, while he does kind of do that, um, because the reunion is coming next week, in the next three weeks actually, he didn't want to give too much away. So that's why he just kind of went rapid fire on Ariana with those questions and didn't want to do follow-ups because we're going to get all of those answers on the reunion shows. The other thing that um, I, you know, I wasn't totally sure of, although considering they're in business together, my guess is they're very close and they're boys, was when did Schwartz know, how long did he know, and did he cover for Tom? And a lot of you seem to think that not only did he cover for Tom, it's almost a given that he did because he's covered for him numerous times in the past. So that is certainly believable. Don't they? I mean, they own a business together, right? Here's another question that I have. Of all the people that were on Wednesday's finale, we're talking the Toms, Ariana, Raquel, James, and I think his girlfriend's name is Allie, uh, Kristen, Shayna. I thought this show was about everybody on the show worked at Sir. I didn't get the impression that any of those people still work there. They clearly did at some point, I think. How many of those people, how many of the people on the show still work at Sir? And I, is the show more about everything that happens outside of Sir? Or is it, do they still cover what happens at Sir? I don't, I made, I don't know. Maybe Tom still works at Sir. I don't know. I thought they had their own bar. So there's that. 
basically, when this show first started, wasn't it more about the restaurant, and now it's more about the people and what they do outside the restaurant? That's my guess, just having watched one episode. Seems to be it's more about their lives outside of Sir. And I don't even know how many of them still even work there. So I read Ariana's piece in the New York Times. They did a Q&A with her that came out yesterday. And the biggest takeaway from it is she said, absolutely not will I film with Tom or Ariana Sandoval or, or, um, or Raquel next season. Done. And she said a lot of it had to do with the fact that Raquel did that interview with TMZ and Sandoval did his podcast with Howie Mandel where she said they made themselves the victims. She said if they didn't do those, maybe there had been a possibility in the future for some sort of reconciliation to where we at least could be civil, but not anymore. She goes, I am done with them. I will never film with them again. Now, it's very easy for her to say that right now. I would think this show would force them to film something together because that's what people want to see. It would be a boffo ratings bonanza again if they hype up an episode where Ariana speaks to Raquel for the first time on camera that any of us have seen. Of course you'd watch that. So it's almost like they kind of need to make that happen. I know Ariana is saying she would never do it. You never say never because if you're looking to I mean, this is another question that I have going forward. If everybody hates Tom and Raquel right now, and Sandoval is on the outs with everybody, but yet I'm seemingly Sandoval is a major character in this show, right? They can't, he can't like not come back. He's one of the main guys. Same with, I don't, I don't know how big Raquel's, role in the show is but they're hated by everybody now nobody wants to work with them so what happens next season Raquel is I guess still in her rehab facility but I read an interview with the one of the executive producers of the show and he said they're in contact with her with her agency you know in terms of do we bring them back how do we bring them back do they want to come back? Will they come back? I guess I guess we don't know any of this stuff, but I find it hard to believe that Raquel will never be on this show again. She has to be. Even if she's not even a every episode player. Even if she's not even an every third episode player. She's got to come back at some point. The, the show just can't not continue with them on it because you literally based the whole ending of this season around this affair. If they're never talked about again or never seen again, that doesn't people are going to be upset. So, Raquel will absolutely be on in the future. I don't think she's going to be on every episode next season because what do you have to film with her if nobody wants to film with her? How are you going to get her on every episode? And seemingly she's just I don't know, hanging out in her apartment. Unless she works at Sir, I don't know. But Sandoval, certainly, I, I would believe, is going to be on the show. And same with Ariana. But if Ariana says, I will never film with Sandoval and, and Raquel again, how's that dynamic work going forward? That's, a, I think, a question that a lot of people have. Here's kind of a question I was thinking of when I was watching the episode. I used to live in L.A., not in the area they lived, but 
after college, lived in Los Angeles from 1997 to 2006. So it was a while ago. It was over 25 years ago. But I'm aware of prices out there. And I saw the places that they were living. I guess I was surprised. I thought all these people were just loaded. Ariana's L.A. apartment looked like, and look, I I understand you pay a lot of money and you get little real estate in Los Angeles in your apartment. But for some reason, I felt, I, I guess I was expecting these people's places to be a little more swanky. Lisa, obviously, is a millionaire. Her house was huge, but wasn't too impressed with Schwartz's apartment, wasn't too impressed with Raquel's apartment. I thought these people were all loaded and living the the high life. Seemed like a regular standard one-bedroom apartment in L.A. that, you know, are almost cookie cutter out there. But maybe I missed something. I thought James was hilarious, and that was the first time I'd ever seen that guy. (laughs) Is he well-liked on the show, James Kennedy? I know he's got a past with somebody. He was married, I believe, to somebody on that show, and I'm forgetting. I want to say... I'm going to go out on a limb. It was either Kristen or Shayna. Was he with one of them at one point? Had to be. Because it wasn't Ariana, I don't think. I don't believe it was Raquel. He he was married to one. He was married to somebody at one point on that show, right? Or maybe it was Kate. Was it Katie? No. <laughs> See, I'm trying to think on the fly now. I just know he was almost positive he was married to one of those women on the show and is longer with her. And I don't know who this alley girl is. Maybe she works at Sir. She looked young enough to where I could see her working in a, in a restaurant. But I, I have no idea. But he was funny. I thought he was. Uh, I thought his phone call to Raquel was hilarious, where he had her on speaker. And I thought Raquel came off awful in that phone call. And I got to go read that TMZ interview she did, because I don't even remember it now. Now that I've watched the finale, I want to go back and actually look at that TMZ interview that Ariana referenced. And I'm not going to go listen to Sandoval on Howie Mandel because it's probably a lot of what he said on the show, making himself the victim, not taking any accountability, pinning stuff on Ariana. It's like, I don't need to hear that. I already heard it once. There was a time when I was watching the finale on Wednesday night. So before Watch What Happens Live and before I read her interview with the New York Times yesterday, there was a part of me that was like, I know that Ariana is hurting. And I know that in that moment, two days after she found the FaceTime conversation between Sandoval and Raquel in his camera roll, and we got to see what happened two days later, that first conversation where she went off on him and whatnot, and she's obviously upset. As I'm watching the episode, there's a, there was still a part of me that was like, I've... I've heard it all, and I've seen it all, especially in Bachelor Nation. How many times I've had a woman in this franchise tell me they are over so-and-so, never going to talk to them again, whether it's a female friend from the franchise or a former boyfriend from the franchise, and it's like, ah, never. And then within months, they did. And so I'm watching once, and I'm like, I understand she's hurt and she has every right to be, but something tells me once Sandoval and Raquel ultimately fail and fall apart, 
that Ariana would take him back. He would he would beg and plead. He would you know he would put on the uh, the act that he would need to put on to convince her he's changed, and he would never do it again. Like I'll go to couples counseling. You're the love of my life. We had nine great years, and just kind of appeal to that side of her. And there, there was a part of me that I was, as I was watching the finale, I'm like, I bet you they get back together. I, I know that she's saying no right now, and she's going off on him, but it, I just, I've seen that so many times, especially in reality TV world. And all it takes is cooler heads prevailing, having a civil conversation about things, and then him trying to manipulate her and probably to get back together with him. But then when I watched watch what happens live and I read the interview, no, I, I don't believe it. She I'm I'm not even convinced you ever gonna talk to him again. I'm sure there has to be some sort of interaction here and there because they're still living in the same house, which is really weird. But and maybe there will be there there has to be a conversation in season season eleven where Ariana and Tom speak again. I know she says she'll never film with them. I don't believe that for a second. She will absolutely film a scene with Tom and or Raquel at some point in season eleven. That it's too juicy for them not to do that. No way. That'll happen. It might not be a pleasant one, and then she she might go off on him. I don't think it's going to be any sort of reconciliation conversation, but it absolutely needs to happen. If I'm a producer of that show, I'm making sure it happens because that's what everyone wants to see, even if it's her going off on him again. And like, oh, my gosh, here's their first conversation in six months. Who wouldn't want to watch that? So, but as I was watching the finale, yeah, there was a part of me that thought, yeah, I've heard this song and dance before numerous times. Oh, I'm never going to talk to him again. Fuck him. I'm out. I'm done. And then, you know, they get back together. But I'm convinced she will never get back together with him. And but a conversation. Yeah, I think it'll happen. But no, I, I, I so don't take that first part and run with it. I do not believe she will ever get back together with him. Sure. Things are going too well for her. And I think that um, it just wouldn't be smart for her brand. Uh, I Even though there are Tom and Ariana fans out there and Sandoval and Ariana forever, probably Instagram pages together out there, people rooting for them. I just, I don't see it. It, it wouldn't be a good move on her part. And it just there'd be so much trust that he would have to build uh, to to win her back with that i it's it's not going to happen and i guess that's my last question about this everybody on reality tv has a fan base no matter how badly you're portrayed on a show whether you're the villain or not if you get a villain edit yeah a lot of people hate you and send vile crude messages to you but there's still always people that are on your side I guess my question is this. Is there anybody that's backing Sandoval and Raquel? I'm not talking about the people on the show because they seem to all hate them. But is there a fan base that's like, hey, yeah, not defending what he did, but saying, you know, Steve, you just don't understand how, I don't know, manipulative Ariana can be. And She's not the queen that she's made out to be, and everybody's in love with her now, but what about when she did this, 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 and this? Like, I don't know. Does, does she have a shady past with him where there are people out there that really don't like her, or has she always been 
someone from this show that everybody loved and maybe we're even questioning why is she wasting her time with him? I don't know. But I'd be interested to know that. Is there anybody out there? I mean, I'm sure there's a few, but is there a larger faction out there that's like, yeah, Tom fucked up and Tom should have never carried on an affair, but you don't know this about Ariana and just curious. One thing that the producer said, all the way, I'm going to end it with this, uh, about the reunion show. Producer Alex Baskin told Variety, the reunion is not just a recap of what you know, and it's not just an intense version of emotions. There is new information. I will put it this way. There are revelations, and they are revelations that not all of them know now. So we need a little space. I had thought that we needed cameras on them right away, and now I think we need a minute, which is him saying after the reunion, they weren't going to go right back into filming within a couple weeks. They needed some time off because the reunion not only was intense, but I guess it has some new revelations in it. Maybe that's already out there on the Internet. I don't know. But that's what the producer said. So all the more reason to tune into the reunion shows, which I will be. So look, another 15 minutes on Vanderpump Rules, and I've watched one episode in my life. Love it. Absolutely love it. I'll be glued to the reunion shows. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. It is much appreciated. I hope everybody has a great weekend. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. Lakers fall behind 2-0 to the Denver Nuggets in a game that they really should have won. Uh, and we'll talk about more Vanderpump rules over the weekend as I'm sure more stuff will get sent in to me. Talk about it more on Monday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. And I'll talk to you on Monday. See you!